0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 140. Listener supported. My name is Pete, and joining me tonight is Matt.
1: What's up, everybody? And Tom. How's everybody doing?
0: Three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do laundry. Men, let's do Disney. So I feel like we haven't done one of these, listener-supported, in quite a while. And we've had a lot of questions that have kind of gotten piled up, and we've tried to answer them, you know, through tweets or through DMs, what what have you. But we do have some that we think are going to be good to address just on an episode. Plus, I really was at a loss for what we're going to talk about this week, so here we are.
1: Well, you know, I think the reason that we haven't done one in a while is Disney was closed for a while. And with Disney reopening, we now have a trip under our belts. It is uh it's a good time to talk about it. And one of the other reasons I'm
2: excited for this podcast is I was not on one of the last podcasts where Tom talked a lot about what he did. He said, we do have a trip under our belt here. So I don't know what Tom did either. So I think the very first question I have, well, I guess we need to wait a little bit.
0: Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there, Uh you're 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 rushing ahead of me. You're rushing ahead of me. Yeah, like Matt said, we we do have a uh, a Patreon episode solely dedicated to Tom doing Disney, and uh, that is live on our Patreon right now. So if you're interested in the full story, what they did, uh, that is up for you to uh, to listen to at Patreon.com/slash wdw We're going to talk about it a little bit more tonight. Before we get into that, let's go to the news. Okay, so first off. Want to mention Splash Mountain was evacuated on Sunday. I know that we've got a a guy who is going with us on our trip this upcoming week who is going to be very sad that he missed this evacuation. But Splash Mountain was evacuated on Sunday morning, and the ride did remain closed for extended downtime after that happened. So hopefully everything will be back up and running by the time we get to Magic Kingdom this week. So shortened park hours are now in effect. Uh, And have been extended, actually, through November 28th. Again, those hours are currently Hollywood Studios 10 to 7, Animal Kingdom 9 to 5, Magic Kingdom 9 to 6, and Epcot 11 to 7. Now, Magic Kingdom and Epcot will be changing hours. Uh, Magic Kingdom, beginning November 8th, will be moving to 9 to 7, so open an extra hour in the evening. And then Epcot, at the end of November, November 27th, will be moving from 11 to 7 to 12 to 8. So Epcot will not be open in the morning at all, will not open until noon. Some reopenings. Uh, Cinderella's Royal Table will be reopening on the 24th of September with no characters and uh, reduced pricing to reflect that. It's about $15 a person lower. Narcissus at the Grand Floridian will be reopening on the 21st. Uh, Savi's Lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge will also be reopening on the 21st. The experience is going to be a little bit adjusted. There'll be lower capacity and distancing and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, I think reservations open the week before that. So definitely make a reservation if you're going to be down there and interested in that. Two more things, I guess. Number one, bars are allowed to reopen on the 14th of September at 50% capacity. So hopefully this means that – Maybe Trader Sam's, maybe Jelly Rolls. I know Disney hasn't really made any plans, but uh, we're we're always hoping for either one of those on our trip uh, this week. And then finally, big news of the week. Disney did announce the holiday offerings for this year, and they've made some changes. First off, no Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this year. There will be no lights on Cinderella Castle. Instead, there'll be a, a rotating projection show. Uh, and there will be no candlelight processional at Epcot this year. Now there will be some holiday experiences still. There will still be snow at Disney Springs, I believe Magic Kingdom. Uh, there will be pop-up experiences by Santa at all four parks. And then at the, uh, at the resorts, there will be no gingerbread houses this year, but uh, they will still have the resort trees and the resort decorations. So still definitely worth going to check those things out if you've not seen them before. That is really all the news that we have this week, so let's pause for just a second to hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers.
3: So your family is coming to Orlando, and the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today.
0: Okay, guys, let's uh, let's answer some let's answer some Disney questions. And as Matt alluded to, our our number one question, and and I think we're gonna we're gonna talk uh, pretty pretty much at length about this. What are the parks like now, Tom? I mean, you're the only one that's that's gone so far. We're going next week, <laughs> closer than I thought. So I'll be able to speak to that soon. But uh, Tom, what are the parks like now? Pete, you just stole my question. I I. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. You want to ask him,
2: Tom? So, as a guy that hasn't <laughs> listened to the Patreon, and as a guy that wants to know what Disney's like right now,
1: Tom, what are the parks like? I mean, I think if you're a, a podcast listener, you're probably aware that the parks are not as crowded as uh, you would typically see this time of the year, and they also you do you are required to wear a mask. Things are limited that are open, and you don't have any nighttime entertainment, any parades. You do have the character cavalcades, which which I think I talked about, you know, indecent, uh, or I guess I went into depth about those on our Patreon. But I mean, the parks are different. the The energy level of the park is different, and that's one thing that I noticed right away. Um, just to give you a little bit of flavor, we did Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom on this visit. The reason being, you know, where we stayed was was closer to Hollywood Studios and Epcot, and then driving to and to and from Disney World. Uh, to book in the trip, Animal Kingdom is a much easier park to park your vehicle at and get back to it. You know, obviously at Magic Kingdom, you go to the TTC and then take transportation over to the park, and then you have to do that on the way out too. So it just made it easier. But I mean, overall, the, the parks are, it's still Disney. It's just a, a little bit changed due to the mask, due to the limited offerings in some capacity, uh, and due to the social distancing and, and what that kind of looks like.
0: And that's, I think, the really the biggest point is that it is still Disney, right? There's still that Disney magic present, regardless of, you know, how how different it is.
1: And and you know, the next question, these kind of these kind of go hand in hand. So I will touch on it, and then obviously, guys, if you have any opinions from from the outside looking in, please do share. But it, the other question was kind of, is it worth it to go now? And I, I'll be f- pretty honest: if I were not an annual pass holder. I probably wouldn't be spending, you know, full admission price to go into Disney World right now. The reason being the park reservation system. um, While you can get the parks you want, in some cases you need to stay on Disney property to get that availability due to, you know, kind of the buckets of opportunity they've put in in each, you know, ticket holder and annual pass holder, and then staying on property. What you're getting out of Disney for the full price of admission is not what you're used to getting out of Disney. I can give you a couple examples. I've already talked about no nighttime entertainment, uh, no afternoon parades, which I, they don't move the needle for me, but th- obviously some people are interested in those. Uh, the shows, so like Finding Nemo, Lion King, Beating the Beast, none of those were playing. And that was not necessarily, it was part, partially COVID related, but partially the, um, the kind of the union in place there that was a little bit of the folks were kind of on strike. And I, I don't want to get into that. Um, another thing that goes into this, you have limited offerings. So what you're expecting in the park, it may not be there. And I mean, when you're paying X amount of dollars going to go into a Disney park, it's just, it's kind of weird when the park closes and the sun's still up. And it's weird when you don't have a fireworks show to look forward to at the end of the day, no character meet and greets. I mean, it's a lot of things that are different than what you had done before. And if you haven't ever been to Disney, please don't go now. As your first trip, because Epcot's a shell of itself, and then you have limited offerings. So that's kind of my long answer in a nutshell.
2: Real quick follow up there, Tom. At any point, did you feel unsafe at Disney? I mean, because with a, you know, with with COVID nineteen, you know, still a thing on your trip, and maybe still a thing going forward. We don't know. But one of the things that I was curious about is, did you ever feel like you were at risk, you know, to contract a a very nasty disease?
1: No, I mean, I, I never felt at risk at Disney simply because I'm a, a young, healthy adult and Disney has a lot of safety precautions in place, whether that's hand sanitizer at the beginning of, and end of attractions or whether that's, you know, mask requirements, unless you're stationary eating or drinking. I'm just saying if take COVID out of it, if you don't have to wear a mask and this is what Disney's giving you, I would never say it's, it's worth full price of admission because you're you're not getting what we're used to. Now you are from the the cast members that are there are awesome and they're so happy to see you. That Disney touch and Disney difference is still there, but just some of the offerings are limited.
0: Well and speaking, you know, we're going next week, right? So obviously I think it's worth it to go right now. Do do you think that the shorter wait times and the lower crowd levels kind of offset some of the things that you're missing?
1: It's gonna sound almost like a double edged sword, but I think that the shorter wait times make you realize the things you're missing more because you blaze through, you know, and this is all on our Patreon, but you blaze through like a Hollywood studios and it's like four o'clock and you've done everything and parks open for another four hours. What is there to hold you in the park? You know, we are huge fans. Yeah. Like my wife, it's probably my wife's favorite fireworks show. Galactic spectacular. We, we went, I mean, we were there every time we went to Hollywood studios, even if we left middle of the day, we went back. And you get to that point, yeah. so it's like, well, that's where I don't know. I wish Disney had a half-day ticket, but everyone would be buying that. I mean, everyone would buy the half-day ticket because you can do the park in half a day. I mean, not that Rivers of Light held me in Animal Kingdom, but you know what helped fill my day? Going to see Finding Nemo and going to see Lion King. So I just happened to find myself there at nighttime, and then you're like, oh, let's go back to Pandora and see what that looks like. Magic Kingdom, it's, it's such an expansive park. We didn't do that park, so I can't speak to that. But I think it would be tough to do everything in a day, even with the shorter lines. But now you're talking, okay, the Magic Kingdom closes at like 6 or 7. So, okay, it's the light outside. I don't know. It's just, you know, one thing we're gonna, we're taking advantage of in our future trips for the rest of the year, we're going to go eat at restaurants that we wouldn't usually eat at because what else are you going to do?
0: Well, you've, you've got the time to travel to the resorts now. You've got the time to go see the resorts because the parks are closing so early. Absolutely right. And, and I do have a, another question I want to kind of interject here. We haven't answered. This is from a listener. We haven't answered him yet. So I, I want to get kind of live response. Would you be willing to permanently get rid of park hopping and fast pass if Disney would put a hard cap or dramatically lower capacity in the park? So, you know, instead of packing 50 or 60,000 people into the parks, only allowing in 30,000. So half of what you would typically see. Would you be willing to give up park hopping and fast pass permanently?
1: First? So I think, I I don't know, Pete, you answer this too. Matt, Matt is uh, not with us right now. I think he had to jump off or something. But I, Fast pass, I've long wanted to get rid of. I've wanted fast pass to become a paid for system. So less people use it. So the standby lines don't get nearly as long. Park hopping is where I have an issue. And when you yeah. lower the capacity to that level, Again, it's this even if there is nighttime entertainment, I'm asking, why are you what are you doing in the park? I mean, unless and Pete, we've done this on trips. We've ridden Expedition Everest seven times in a day. That's fun to us. We've ridden Space Mountain seven times in a day. That's fun. But if that's not fun to everyone.
0: But how many times? How many times is it gonna be fun? You know, it's it's fun the first time. We,
1: we did at one of my favorite trips, we did Epcot, and all of a sudden at like six thirty, we were done with Epcot. We don't ridden every attraction, everything world showcase. We said Let's take a monorail ride over to Magic Kingdom. So that's Magic a really – yeah. Larry, I think, sent that question in. And, and I I know we haven't responded on Twitter. I'll shoot something over to you um, right now, actually, and mention that you'll get it on, on an episode. But, Larry, that's a tough question because I just – I struggle with – I'm okay getting rid of Fast Pass, but I'm not okay getting rid of Park Hopper. And it's crazy. If you go back to the first 10 episodes, we talked about how worthless Park Hopper was.
0: Well, and, you know, not only that, I mean, if, if this were to really be something that Disney did, they're going to charge more for that, right? They're not going to, if they reduce capacity in the parks to half, you're not going to pay the same price. So it would, I mean, it would almost be, you know, imagine a world where you're, we're back to normal. You've got all the nighttime entertainment. You've got all the shows. No, no park hopping, no fast pass, but your ticket costs $50 or $75 a day more. I mean, is that worth it? I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I could take or leave the crowds and you know, you're really getting into a, into kind of a business model like an Apple has where you are, you're kind of saying, and this is going to sound elitist, but you're kind of saying, well, this isn't for everybody. This is for the people that can pay for it. Right. And I I don't know that that turns into a slippery slope for me. Does, does Disney really want to be the type of place where only the wealthy can afford to go? I mean, I guess it already, nobody's going to sit here and tell you that Disney's affordable or reasonably priced. So I guess maybe it already is.
1: That's I mean, that's a really challenging question. And Larry, you're probably listening to this uh, now, and I I just shot you over uh, a note. But yeah, that's tricky. That's tricky. I struggle giving up Park Hopper with reduced crowds. And that's probably one of the things I wish Disney could figure out a way to work out right now. Would I say it's worth it to go if there's Park Hopper involved? Absolutely, because you can buy one day and do two parks in a day. So you can do all of Disney in two days. You let me pay that extra 80 or 90 bucks whatever it would be for a 2-day ticket. Yes, now it's worth it to go.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's it's challenging because I'll tell you, I just I just booked a trip for my daughter and I and, you know, having to make park passes now, make park reservations now is challenging because who knows what she's going to feel like doing? You know, maybe she wants to go back to Epcot twice. But I won't know that until we get there. And so that and you know, you don't have park hopping. So what if she hates Animal Kingdom? What do we do for the rest of the day? So it's just it's challenging from that aspect, not having park hopper and having to make these park reservations. So tough, tough question. I, I I don't I don't think I could give up park hopping. And again, we we used to talk about how worthless park hopper was, but the more we go, I think the more we've come to appreciate it and and see it as necessary.
2: And, I, and I've always differed from you guys as far as park park hopper goes. I've always really enjoyed park hopper, and never really thought about making a trip, especially when I was staying on Disney property without without park hopper. I just feel like it opens up so many avenues of opportunity to do whatever you want to do throughout the day. And especially think like, people that you know people like you, you guys that go to Disney so frequently. I mean, Tom has annual annual pass, but why would you not want to have the best meals when you can? And the only way you can do that if you're not an annual pass pass holder is to you know have park hopper so you can go to you know lunch in the magic kingdom and dinner at epcot like that's where i find the most value in park hoppers being able to go to the restaurants i want to go to and i know that you can probably get in can you get in with a reservation to a park yeah there used to be a case i remember where you could actually go to some areas of parks if you did not have a a path like a, a pass that day at least i seem to recall that but yeah i mean that's the reason that i like to have park hoppers to go to restaurants from multiple parks the same day
0: All right. So next question. I think we've, I think we've beat that one to death.
1: So next question we had, and this is a two part question. What construction projects are still ongoing and which ones have been, the person worded it as canceled, but maybe we'll talk about what's potentially postponed in that category. Um, So I get, you want, you want to start with this?
0: This is, this is all guesswork, right? Because Disney has not come out and officially really announced any of this.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it's tough because if I would say if you go to Disney right now and you go to Epcot, you'd be like, everything in Epcot's ongoing because it just seems like a shell of itself. But, I mean, a quick a quick list. Uh, there's some construction going on at the Swan and Dolphin. Um, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is like the all-inclusive Star Wars Hotel. That's what most people call it, the Star Wars Hotel. That was too far along to stop, so that's still going. Uh, Ratatouille, which is in the France Pavilion, I'm going to hit in a minute once I list these off. I'm going to talk about that because I was a little surprised at the progress. Uh, The Play Pavilion in Epcot is still ongoing. The Tron Light Cycle Run in Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland is still ongoing. Guardians Cosmic Rewind is for sure still ongoing over in Epcot. And then Space 2020 Restaurant, which I think would have been open by now, uh, for sure by now, actually, is still ongoing as well.
0: I I think it's... I think it's done, right?
1: I I thought it, like okay, and that, and that gets to my point. I was going to mention that I thought Ratatouille and Space Twenty Twenty were going to be open early, like April. When the like, parks uh, Let's see, the, yeah. yeah, like April, May, and then I thought worst case they're going to be open when the parks reopen, but they they aren't. And we stayed at the Beach Club on our trip, and we talk about that just kind of the ridiculous way we ended up being able to stay there. Talk about that on the Patreon episode. But we took the Skyliner, and dude, I thought Ratatouille would be like a finished product, and it's definitely not. I, I'm
0: yeah. I mean, I've seen pictures recently that they're. I mean, they've still got a lot of work. To I do misreported back there in that pavilion. I mean, expansion. I said
1: on the podcast after my trip in February that I'd be stunned if it wasn't open by April. And I, I have never worked in the construction world, so I don't know if it would have been possible. But from what I saw, you know, on our trip, I will be surprised if it's open. By October, you know I don't know. Maybe maybe it looks totally different in a week when we're there, Pete. But it seemed like there was still a lot to yeah. be done there. I mean, it looks great, and, it, and you can tell exactly what it is. But it just wasn't as far along as I expected it to be.
0: All right, so canceled canceled projects or or postponed projects, I guess. Although some of these have been, I think, officially canceled. Uh, you've got the Spaceship Earth overhaul, which has been. Postponed. I, th- I think this is still something that ultimately Disney wants to do, but postponed for now. Uh, the Mary Poppins attraction in Cherry Tree Lane at the uh, UK Pavilion has been postponed. The Festival Center Disney did come out and say they are taking a different approach to the project. Now they haven't really clarified what that means, but if you go to the, uh, what's the, what's the place at Epcot called where they have the model of, of the expansion and what's all, you know what I'm I, talking
1: about? I went last time. Yep.
0: I can't remember what it's called, but. Regardless, it's gone. They took it's it out, and I there went there anymore. to check.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, it's, I mean, it's between Test Track and the Mexico Pavilion, basically.
0: Yep, yep. Um, Reflections, which was supposed to be the new uh, Lakeside DVC Lodge at the Old River Country site, that I'm pretty sure has been canceled. Uh, they did pull all the construction equipment out of there, and it looks like they planted grass on the site. And then I just threw this on here, Splash Mountain, really no new news has, has come out about Splash Mountain, what's going to happen there. I, so, so I don't know what the timeline is for this, but I, I don't see them being able to do a major overhaul on a popular ride anytime soon.
1: You know, I, Splash Mountain's near and dear to all three of us, and I just think it's – I don't know when they're going to renovate this, but it's kind of hypocritical of Disney – to jump to the gun, we're going to renovate it, but still, but realize how much the merchandise is going for. And you best believe they're still restocking those shelves and, and selling as much as they can. And, I mean, Disney, they need money. I get it. But I, it's kind of nuts to watch. It's kind of nuts to watch. I hope all the people buying up that stuff get stuck with warehouses full of it.
0: You're absolutely right. I mean, talk hypocritical, right? Like, oh, we're we think this ride is insensitive – but we're still going to sell all the merchandise. Like, you can't have it both ways.
1: So, next question we have here. Do we know if there's going to be a not so scary Halloween party or a very merry Christmas party? Unless either of you two know something I don't know, I do not know.
0: So, not so the park hours have been updated through November 14th or something like that at this point. Uh, not so scary and very merry do not make an appearance on this park calendars at all. So the likelihood that they, either one of them happens is is not good.
2: But I mean like not so scary would be happening right now, right? You know, give or take it be starting pretty soon. So that's one of the things where, I mean, you have to, I think that Disney, while, you know, it's in a, in a large spotlight, people are going to get angry if they can do everything in Florida and not do Disney. And I think you, you might see what universal does, what SeaWorld does. And I know it's different kind of events, but people are going to start asking if Disney is open for regular business, why couldn't it be open for, for these kind of events
1: when you can c- clearly control the crowd and they've done that? You know, here here's what I would say. And I, I guess I should have answered. I do know that ha- the Halloween party is not going to happen because I have a reservation for October 31st. It's sold out in Magic Kingdom, actually. and And we did it just thinking it'd be cool to... Because it's like a Friday or Saturday night, I think, October 31st this year. And so we thought it'd maybe be cool to be at Disney or whatever for Halloween. All right, I'm sorry, I don't understand why they're not moving forward with it. You can just cap it at 5,000 people, charge your regular price.
0: But I guess is it worth it for them from a you know staffing standpoint, from a ride operation standpoint? Is it worth it to? Because if you think about how many people go to Not So Scary, go to Very Merry Christmas, it's about what's in the park right now on a regular day, right? So is I don't it worth know if that's it to? The case.
1: I mean, Hollywood studios had more people. I would bet than a very merry or not so scary has.
0: But magic, well, and I we haven't been, been a magic king. king. I don't know. okay,
1: Pete. But I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one step further here.
2: Let's just say there's five thousand people there at $150, $160 a ticket, maybe maybe more, plus food, drink, you know, everything they're gonna souvenirs, everything they're gonna spend money on. And I don't think I don't think Disney is ever at a loss for the labor that they have at their parks. I don't think that it's going to be an issue of having the, having the, the, the cast members there to entertain folks. I think that they're going to clearly make money on that. And Disney will get 5,000. It'll sell out so quickly. It's not even funny.
0: But again, I mean, I, I, and I don't, I don't know how much does it cost to run magic kingdom for an hour?
2: I think it depends. Like cost what, I mean, what are the, like, what are, what are the fireworks? What, what are the fireworks cost at night? You know, what, what are the parades cost? I mean, I think that whatever Disney plans Disney will sell out. So I don't think it's a it's a cost issue. I think it's people are people are gonna go to Disney
1: if they if they're open for these events. The more I think about it though, these events are about character meet and greets, the fireworks show and the parades. If they can't do those, you're gonna it's gonna be slim That's pickings driving driving people in. Yeah. But how many I guess yeah. my thing
2: would be, I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate here because not every, we have, we have to remember, not all of our listeners are, I mean, most of our listeners are probably folks like us that know these things. But how many people are not going to know this at all going to the park and not even know that experience existed and they'd still go? Yeah, I don't know. So the next one we have here is when will annual passes go back on sale? This is one I literally don't know. I haven't seen anything on it. Let, let's let let Pete <laughs> explain it because he's waiting.
0: I wish I knew. I, I'm like, I'm dreading. I'm going to have to make a phone call to Disney here like real soon. I I don't know. And the last cast member that I talked to in ticketing had no clue either. My my hope was after the deadline passed for annual pass holders to to elect whether or not to keep their annual pass, they would start selling them again. That obviously didn't happen. Then I thought maybe well, September 1st, maybe they'll start selling them. That obviously didn't happen. So I'm up against crunch time here and I'm sure I've said it before, but the reason I'm, I'm up against the wall here is I bought a 10 day ticket back in February, planning to bridge that into an annual pass after our trip, which was supposed to be in March and then April and then May and then June. And now it's finally happening in September. So that's not possible right now. I've, I've been in communication with Disney. They've basically told me there's nothing we can do about it, but if you call and you get the right person, there may be something we can do about it. So.
2: That was my next question. My next question, Pete, was how many hours have you spent on the line trying to get this answer from Disney at this point?
0: I've I've only I've only called them twice so far. So I'm I'm hoping third time's a charm. I get a cast member that look. All I want them to do is to split this ten day ticket for me into a six day and a four day ticket. If they can do that, I'll be a happy camper. And I'll you know I'm gonna use. I just don't want to burn a ten day ticket on a four day trip. And I really don't want to buy another four-day ticket if I can avoid it. So we'll see. I'm hoping annual passes go back on sale today, but I don't know. I wish I knew. And the cast members don't know either. Like I said, I've talked to I've talked to three different cast members at this point, and none of them have any idea.
1: So, so there we are. Yeah, I mean, I figured Pete would be the expert there. I feel bad for him. Uh, my annual pass just keeps getting extended, and Pete can't even buy one. So, how are the characters handled in the parks? I guess I already alluded to the fact there's no character meet and greet. There are Disney cavalcades is what they're called. And it's like random parades that have a couple vehicles to them. And it I, personally, I hope they never go back to an afternoon parade and they just run this stuff all day. And then um, there are characters sporadically that pop up throughout the park. Yeah, I can think of in Epcot if you if you go over near Journey to Imagination, if you know where that big grass field is, where there are often bunny rabbits, you'll see joy um, from
0: and sadness too. I, right? not, I did
1: not see sadness, but I saw joy and from Inside Out and Winnie the Pooh is often over there. Not often, he's over there. We didn't see him, which my wife was so disappointed in. But he's over there with like a butterfly catching net. And then if you, you know, throughout Hollywood Studios, of course, Toy Story and um, those type characters, Vampirina, Magic Kingdom has the princesses and Animal Kingdom has, it's like, they're like on boats. And if you remember, they used to do this. So it's like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pluto. They just kind of drive around boats randomly. The the cue for you to know this is coming is the music in your area ch- just changes and starts blaring. Whatever these characters will come by on, to me, it makes you feel like you're living in their world, which I like. Galaxy's
0: Edge, Galaxy's Edge is the same way, right? And that's how Galaxy's Edge has always been. There's not been, other than the the March of the First Order, there's never been a parade or anything like that. So Galaxy's Edge, the characters are, it's it's not exactly the so same, but they're they're living. Yes in the and world. no, like Chewie on the Millennium Falcon.
1: So yes and no, because at one point, Chewie Ray. Um, the Stormtroopers, Kylo Ren, they would meander throughout Galaxy's Edge. They're not doing that so much anymore. They're behind a barrier to where you couldn't touch them if you wanted to.
2: One question I have here, and um, like I said, I'm playing catch up with the listeners. I would imagine that character dining would be almost you know, nothing, nothing wrong with it. Because, I mean, let's face it, there's already some social distancing in place, and there's already some mask wearing in place. Would this not be something that, see, I don't understand that. I mean, I understand like, you know, the live action characters, but I don't understand why Winnie the Pooh and Piglet and Tigger can't be at the Crystal, Crystal Palace. I don't, I don't understand that one. Yeah. They just,
1: they've elected not to do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's still, I want to say there's still, I mean, like you can go eat it, Chef Mickey's right now.
1: I don't but, even know if like Chef Mickey's is one of the only buffets I know of that's open because we went to Animal Kingdom Lodge to eat at Sanaa and just happened to look up Boma not not that Boma's character but looked up Boma and you know Boma was not uh, was not open.
0: Well, and Chef Mickey's is not a buffet anymore now, right? It's it's family style, so it's you know it's it's not a it's not an actual buffet anymore. They they bring you it's just like Garden Grill, but. But yeah, to answer your question, there there are no there are no characters at the character meeting or the character breakfasts anymore, character lunches, whatever. Chef Mickey's is they've eliminated a lot of the tables. The tables are very spread out. You know, when 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 you were in the lobby of the contemporary or in the atrium of the contemporary, you could typically hear Chef Mickey's, right? It was loud, it was a lot of noise going on, a lot of people laughing, having a good time. You don't you don't hear it. You know it
1: what's anymore. funny? When I was uh so we didn't we didn't go over there obviously this trip, but when we were doing California Grill, I remember way back when just thinking like how could that be like a nice romantic dinner or just a nice quiet dinner when you're right there by Chef Mickey's? I didn't realize that you're at, you know a totally different room. You can't hear them at all.
0: Totally
3: different
1: area, but you can yeah. hear them up yeah. to the point where you go into the where you take the elevator to the restaurant. Uh but anyway,
0: yeah, absolutely. So yeah, no no characters right now. It is at all the buffets that are open. Which I think Chef Mickey's, is Garden Grill? Garden Grill's back open too, I think. So again, family, it is not. When we were there, Garden Grill was not open. There you go. So no buffets, they're all family style now and no characters, which which I agree. I I don't, there's no reason why the characters couldn't walk through the restaurants at least. Now, maybe they don't come up to your table and hug you and take pictures like they would normally, but I don't see any reason they can't walk through the restaurant you you, think of think of what beast does at be our guest you know he walks through he waves and and that's it why why is that i mean honestly like i don't want to get
2: too crazy deep into this but it's can some characters work and some characters can't and now you have an issue with cast members and can you find another role for them yeah i don't know i mean i'm sure there's deeper things than just what we're thinking about in the five minutes we answer a question on
1: here So the next question on the list, if you leave the park with a park pass, can you come back? I want to make sure I clarify this because what I think you're asking, if you have a a park reservation to Hollywood Studios and you want to leave at lunch, can you come back at 4 p.m.? Yes. You cannot hold multiple park reservations and you cannot just show up. and
0: Tom, let me ask you this. Did you try to get another park reservation for the same day after you had left a park.
1: What do you mean by that?
0: So like the day you went to animal kingdom, did you try to book another park re- park reservation for that? I day? mean,
1: no, I didn't try to book one, but I don't think the system would let you.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to try it when we get down there. I'm going to try it because like, imagine we get done at Hollywood studios at three o'clock. I'm going to try to get a magic kingdom uh, park reservation. I don't think it'll let you either, but I don't, I don't know.
2: It, it's going to be a good test though. I'm, I want to hear what happens. Um, Here's one that I feel like just knowing Tom. How many times did you want to take your mask off because it was just hot in Florida? And and so, can you take can you take your mask off? I know you talked about like eating at
1: meals and everything, but yeah, I mean I can. Speaking of the, so, Matt saying knowing Tom because I I just. I mean, I'm probably like everyone, but maybe more vocal about it. I think it's uncomfortable to wear a mask. I follow the rules everywhere. I wear them where, where necessary, but I take them off immediately when I get in my car. So at Disney World, you can take your mask off when stationary eating and drinking. Now, you have to be social. You can't roll up on somebody and be like, hey, what's up, random guy? I'm going to eat my food next to you. You know, if someone's at a table, you just kind of be polite and, and, and get some distance from them. I'm, I'm much more concerned about the, the other person being uncomfortable than I am about myself I would eat with strangers today, but not everyone feels that way. There are also relaxation zones throughout each park. The best relaxation zone is in that like festival center in Epcot or whatever it is. It's massive. There's a piano player that plays Disney music. And there's like four food booths, air conditioned, huge space. It's the best one I went to. But there are relaxation zones that the cast members can point you to. And what those are... They're either air conditioned or an area where there are seats and fans where you can just take your mask off and chill. Outside of that, like very strict on mask wearing. And I will tell you, you get used to it, but bring multiple masks because I mean you you're in Florida, so you're gonna sweat. It's just nice to swap out a mask halfway through the day. And then the last point I'll say on it, Larry, you gave a nice tip to get either gum or mints, uh, because you are eating and drinking, You know whether it's coffee or you get a beer or you get a hot dog, it kind of helps because you got you got your mouth and your nose under there. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the whole spiel on masks that I have.
2: So, Larry, I know you're listening. I was going to give you that shout-out that Tom just stole. Um, that's actually something I've taken into the real world. I now make sure I have a mint with me. Because I, I usually drink coffee in the morning. If I'm going to a meeting, you know, just somewhere in town, I've realized that if I'm wearing a mask, I don't want to have coffee breath. And I don't know why it didn't dawn on me before that, because I brush my teeth regularly. But when, when Larry threw out the mint idea, I was like, all right, that's a great idea. And I'm telling you, it works. I like that one. Um, so we kind of talked about this earlier, like fireworks. We got a question. When will fireworks come back? And this is one where fireworks, They just, if you've been to Disney World, and uh, I know a lot of you have, you kind of are compacted during the fireworks show. There's not a whole lot of areas for you to see the fireworks show from a great view without being right on top of somebody. And oftentimes, there's someone having their child on their shoulders in front of you as well. So one of the things that I can't imagine how they're going to do this, where it's going to be cost effective, because the fireworks are one of the biggest expenses each day in the parks.
0: Yeah, it's um, there's there's no telling. I've heard rumors that they're they're looking at this, but I don't I don't know how you keep people separated enough to to bring this back or the parades back. I I, I look I'd love to I'd love to see it.
1: I don't know, no clue when they're coming back, no clue how you do this. I don't know. So the last question, and I <laughs> I don't mean to be short on that, but I I just don't know. I mean, I want fireworks back.
0: Yeah, it's 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 t- it's tough because I, I I don't know either. I don't
1: know either. The last question we have: What festival is going on at Epcot, and how's it being handled? That's a great question. I don't think I even know, and I've been in Epcot. But no, it's it's a it's a mixture. So it's like flower and garden, and food and wine. And I want to give Disney a really big compliment because they pulled together a lot of work to make this happen. They have. You know, the Festival Center is like the best of the fest, so they have stuff from 25 years of food and wine, kind of the the most highly regarded options within there. It, it's a little bit all over the board. It is not your typical World Showcase experience, but it's being handled beautifully. I mean, what's open functions well. The cast members are, are totally there and, and happy to see you. And I don't think you are walking through realizing it's Flower and Garden, it's food and wine. It's Flower and Garden, it's food and wine. You'll just happen to see some Flower and Garden merch and then maybe you'll look in, you know, America or the the USA Pavilion and and notice that, oh, this is a food and wine. This is a food and wine booth. And then you go to Morocco and you're like, oh, this was from Flower and Garden. I mean, it's to me, it's the best of both worlds because both festivals have fantastic food and drinks. What is open is awesome. And I think Disney's done a magnificent job trying to navigate this. I know people that look at things in a negative light are like, oh, they're just trying to sell merch from Flower and Garden. Definitely True. I mean, capitalism's fine. I mean, <laughs> absolutely true. Why are true. Yeah. you mad that you get to buy things at thirty percent off that you would buy anyway? I'm sorry they're trying to sell it. I'm glad they are still selling it because it is what it is. I mean, Disney likes to make money. You go to Disney, so I don't. I don't know why you're so negative about it. And I, I'm not pointing at anyone directly. I've just seen that complaint, like, oh, they must have had a ton of merch left over. Well, duh.
0: Of course they did. They got to, they had to order this
1: stuff but global pandemic happened. What do, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry guys, but
2: in my family we don't buy things that are discounted. We we like to pay full full price all the time. So <laughs> unless they unless they bring some things back at 100% of retail, then I I won't be shopping there.
0: You're just out.
2: I'm out. You're out, I'm yeah. out.
0: No, I I respect that.
2: I mean, if I'm paying to go to Disney, I'm paying full price.
0: But Tom, I mean, you had you had some Drinks and food that were more flower and garden theme than what you would see at at food and wine, typically, right? I mean, I think you talked about a cider, maybe that, I think, is a flower and garden thing. So I mean, there's there's obviously aspects of both present right now. I and I, you know, from what I've seen and what I've read, it's kind of the best of both worlds.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it is the best of both worlds. I have no complaints about it, and. Just today, my wife was using a coffee mug with flower and garden theme that was 30% off. That we tacked on an additional 20% off for an annual pass and got it for half off. So I'm not complaining in the least because Disney's gotten enough of my money.
0: Fair. Okay. So anything else to say on, on that? I mean, again, I'm going soon. Tom, you're going back. Matt, hopefully you're going soon as well. Well,
2: well based on. I, hey, look.
0: look Tom, well, based on what y'all talked
2: about tonight, like I'm not going back anytime soon.
0: Look, hey, Tom's, Tom's going in October. Tom's going again in December. I'm going in December. Plenty of opportunities to go down there, uh, see some friendly faces.
1: That's right. I'll think that's about right. it.
0: Think hard. All right. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's all the questions. Tom, trivia and secret of the night, what do you got?
1: Yeah, so secret of the night, and I have no idea if this is still, I would assume it's not still going to be accessible. But at one point in the Italy Pavilion, you could look for little red buttons located close to the fountains behind the shops. If you push those buttons, water would spray out from one of the handful of locations. Obviously that's probably not going to be around moving forward. But it was a neat did
0: you know? So going <laughs> to the trivia question. <laughs> so so did you know that this used you, to be the case? Go
1: to the trivia question of last week. <laughs> as you approach the Mexico Pavilion, you'll notice the famous pyramid that everyone talks about and you cannot climb by the way
0: and you also notice the gentleman with the counter counting you now into
1: the you pavilion. do notice the gentleman counting you in the pavilion but anyway <laughs> one unique fact is that the pyramid actually represents three different cultures the question was what three are represented so the architecture is May- Mayan I almost said Mayan. Mayo <laughs> the architecture is Mayan the decor is Aztec and the artwork is Toltec hopefully I said that correctly not my forte Uh, But I did uh, think that was interesting for people that are interested in those type of things. Going to the trivia question of this week. Why does, is it the Pagoda? Is that what that is in Japan? Why does the Japanese Pagoda have five stories? So you can tweet us at Podcast or email us at Mendooww at gmail.com with your guesses. I know the answer to that one. This is the first trivia question Matt has known the answer to.
2: Does it have to do with Captain Planet? That's 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 not right on by either of you guys. I've definitely gotten about ninety five percent of the trivia questions right. And as and Pagoda has nothing to do with Captain Planet. I mean, haven't you seen Karate Kid?
0: We'll see. All right. Anything else? All right, well, that's all we've got for this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, please tweet us or email us at Mendoowdw at gmail.com. Also, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Mendoowdw. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week. Actually, no, we won't see you next week. So really quick before I before I sign off, Want to give you guys a heads up, we will not be here next week because we'll be in the park. We'll be back the week after that. So we'll see you in two weeks.